Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 338. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. <clears throat> and tonight, Audition thinks it's a great idea to record everything in, um, how you say, mono. So now, after I record, after I record tonight's show, I have to go back, flip it to stereo sound, and then export. One extra step I wasn't planning on. It just adds like an extra two minutes onto to edit, but uh, it's still a pain in the ass. Kind of, sort of. It's just an extra step. I was just not needed. I think it has something to do with the settings earlier when the audio kind of. Flipped in and out when it went to total one ear, one when it when the audio kind of sh um, shifted to one side during the pre-show. And looking into the um, things before we get into that, I just want to let everybody know that we are live tonight, week of November twenty eighth, two thousand seventeen, here on the Vog Network. We're here live Tuesday at nine thirty p.m. Eastern with replays uh, Thursdays at two p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat comments such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network. There's information about some of the shows on the VOG Network. And there's an IRC chat link, hyperlink. And if you have Chatzilla, if you click on that, it'll bring you directly into our chat room. And we also have Discord. Head on over to vognetwork.com slash Discord. And if you have it up and running, whether it's in the browser or the app, it'll bring it right on in. And come join us. We don't have a Discord channel yet, but we'll be work we're working on that. We'll get that soon. Um, Check-ins are live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you're listening through the podcast feed, somewhere in this episode will be a passphrase. When you hear it, head on over to uh, vognetwork.com. Put in that passphrase and earn some VOG points. Easy, simple. And looking into our chat room at live.network.com, um, we have some comments here. Um, Bob Coffey said, anyone getting audio problems? Yes, that was me. Um, earlier, I had restarted the intro at least three times because Audition was recording in mono. So I got to flip it over to stereo. And Ray Jander says, sure, blame audition. You know what, dude? Much as you talk about free deals and all that stuff, I'd like to see you do a free deals podcast. Let's see how see how long you last doing that, my friend. <laughs> and we see that Anton Mark, who welcome him back to our chat room at live.vinetwork.com. He's cringing. I guess the uh the sound euphonium uh Miley Cyrus mashup kind of cracked his head and what do you guys know about the anime jam session pre-shows it's guaranteed to crack a listener one remix at a time <laughs> but what can i say i i, I kind of like them i legitimately do yeah you're addicted to them yeah especially when you haven't looked up looked up some of your uh remix pete friend uh remixers on youtube and you're like it's been maybe about three four months let's see what they got Ooh, you know? 
Uh, let's go ahead and go around the room, kick things off with how was your week, how was your day, Ari? Uh, well, you know, payday was today, and that came and went straight into the rent check. I know that feel. <clears throat> and this past Saturday, I was over at Mako's for her uh, leftover potluck. Mm-hmm. I made mac and cheese after, you know, scrounging online for a good recipe. But I severely overestimated how much I would need to bring. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people canceled last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have more food than people. Pretty much. And other than that, you know, the week has just been beating the shit out of me, and it's just been really ground down this past couple of days, so. Ooh, usual, usual shit like that. Although at work, uh, this past week, I worked uh, 24 hours of overtime, and eight of those were for the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm. So not this check, but the next one's going to be fucking huge. Ka-ching. I know what I feel, man. So yeah, that's how shit's been going for me. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, the last couple of days have been kind of crap due to work, but this weekend was kind of cool, and I spent way too damn much money. Um, but I bought all the things. Buy all the things! Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, I got my Xbox and a game and some movies and holy crap, I spent way too much money. But yay, I have all the things now. Uh -huh. So, yeah, it was exciting. And, uh... I have work tomorrow, but it should be somewhat easy, and I'm excited about that, so... I think we're just basically going to be decorating for Christmas at work tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. My weekend day has been pretty interesting. Um, well, besides um, the, our tradition of Thanksgiving potluck, aka Friendsgiving at Mako-chan's place, I too went out uh, Christmas shopping, Black Friday shopping, picked myself up an Xbox One, got a $25 gift card on that, which I should have used on my purchase today, but oh well, I'll remember that for next time. Um, as well as I picked up a bunch of movies, and thanks to Mako-chan, me, her, and her friend, we all went out like Friday and ended up picking up the Die Hard collection for like $17 on Blu-ray, so I'm like, yes? I might actually put that on in the background while I'm doing the edits, but um, I also realized I do need a um, an Xbox One Universal Remote. I've seen some where you can like program certain devices. It'd be cool to have one that controls the Xbox One, the Xbox 360. Well, the TV and the cable box is one thing, but you know that would be kind of cool. So I'm gonna kind of poke around and see if I can find that. So I'm the odd one out for having a PS4, huh? Yeah, but I tell you what, I'll get my PS4 next year. Even if Final Fantasy VII Redux and Kingdom Hearts 3 is not out in 2018, <laughs> bro, you gotta understand, PS4 was $199 on Black Friday. Xbox One was $189 on Black Friday. 
it's gonna probably be like that again next year. So I'm definitely gonna pick up on that, you know? Uh-huh. So I do know that I'm probably gonna end up picking up like a two terabyte hard drive for my uh, Xbox uh, One. One thing I wish Microsoft had done was even with, with the Slim and X, interchangeable hard drives. But you know what? USB 3 hard drives are not that expensive, and if you're a tech nerd like me, it's not hard to make your own and save yourself a few dollars by doing so. So I'm, I'm probably going to end up doing that. Um, that basically has been it, besides work and stuff, and thankful that December has, has five, uh, Saturday, five Fridays and Saturdays, so I get an extra paycheck, which gives me, which gives me a little more leeway time in ordering um, gifts off of AliExpress. So I think the next time I hit charge will be on Friday. <laughs> mm. Oh man, fun times, fun times, allure. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take our first break and when we get back we get into the news and thankfully we were able to catch up for the lost time uh you know having to restart the show three times so <sighs> all right so shall we take a break sure why not uh, okay cool so um we'll be back so I'm not 
Bob Coffey for the shout out about the song. Yeah, uh, that was the second opening theme from uh, Gundam Build. Build Fighters. Yeah, Gundam Build Fighters. Why did I blank out at that? But That's a series I started but never finished, but I do want to finish. So I may put that on my list of anime DVDs I definitely want to pick up. And speaking of anime DVDs, I swear, if, if I didn't have to make rent for this month... I would lose my shit on some of the DVD sales that Amazon has, Funimation has, Sentai Filmworks has, and Right Stuff. Jesus, fuck. I'm just like, you know what? J just take the paycheck and just give me back the coins. That that's it. Take, <laughs> take the bills. Just leave me the coins. I'm good. I'm good. Alright. Okay, Mako-chan. You're up at bat. What is going um, on? You, you mean I have to stop catching fish now? Yes, you have to stop catching fish for Tom fucking Nook. Okay. That bastard's crooked anyway. Yeah, but I, I, I need to... I need to keep building my place. Yes, we all know this. Okie dokie. I guess I'll do this. Um, yes, I, I, so I, I kind of need hmm? you to do this. So. What was that? Sorry? I said I, I kind of do need you to do this. Alright. Thank you. So yeah, it seems that Sailor Moon is getting a new performance, uh, live action that is, in 2018. Um, and what is happening is this past Wednesday, it was revealed that a performance show based on the uh, anime, manga, all of that, will be debuting at Japanimism's 2018 event in Paris, France. Performance is going to be a mix of singing, dancing, and video footage. Um, the event itself celebrates 160 years of diplomatic relations between Japan and France. It's a large-scale Japanese cultural event that will take place between July of 2018 and February of 2019. Um, so, from various things that I've seen, it's supposed to be a um, much more upbeat uh, live-action kind of... Uh, performance than the uh, new musicals. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, some people have been saying that it's probably going to be rock or jazz. Uh, others have been saying it's just going to be, you know, the same music that we've already been seeing. There's really no information out right now. And that's basically because you're looking at something that's going to be happening a year from now. Uh, but those that are going to be lucky enough to be in Paris, France in 2018 for the entirety of the event, uh, this will be one of them. Well, I will say this. When I went to Anime Matsuri for just strictly for Sarah Miyu, it was like a quick 20, 30 minute show. It was like pretty much the Dark Moon Circus was taking all the dreams and hearts of the attendees at Anime Matsuri and the sailor said she had to stop them. So I thought that was kind <laughs> of a cute play on things, you know? So, if they're doing so if that's, that's what I'm thinking, it's going to be something like that. No, this is, but, this is a brand new thing. It's mm. nothing tied with the Mew um from what they've been saying so far so it's not just a replay of what's out there it's brand new material oh, i know i'm just saying like if they came up with something like that just imagine what they're going to do for something from scratch when you're mixing in like a different country i think the fans are going to be in for one hell of a treat i i definitely think so too um and if it does well enough here's to hoping that you know this might be something that they can travel with Okay, if th okay, so if, if this happens, um, yeah, uh, Anime NYC, uh, come through, please. Come through, please. I mean, this year y'all had Sailor Moon Day, but, um, get, get, get the, get the muse, the girls. I, 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 I promise you this. If y'all announce the entire cast of the upcoming Sailor Moon, Y'all gonna get at least twenty to twenty-five thousand people. I guarantee you, at least twenty from my camp alone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna be anything like Saramio. I know, I know, but I, you know, I would like to see some shit like that. I would be pretty. I'm just saying that's gonna be pretty freaking awesome. And yes, I know I played Lost Soldier because I kind of like that more than We Are the Pretty Guardians. I think a lot of people prefer that over uh, We Are the Pretty Guardians. Well, Lost Soldier isn't as hard as much usually. Well, Lost Soldier is like the main theme of the first of the original uh, musicals from like the late '90s, early 2000s. So. But to me, it's just a lot more memorable. Plus, people that we do hang out with say they're essentially are tone deaf, so, you know. <laughs> I say, yeah, hi, yeah, then. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think um, Minako is. Uh, look. Granted, Yusaki probably couldn't carry a tune in the back of an 18-wheeler, but still. Well, look, look, I'll say this. I don't think they're tone deaf. But don't listen to me. Don't don't take the advice of somebody who is tone deaf when doing karaoke. So I'm the last person to say if they sound good or not. <coughs> I just like what I hear. So. And moving right along, we're talking a little bit more about some more old school stuff here. And then I see something here that I want. 
It looks like it seems that a model is designing new Ranma hat merch inspired by characters of Ranma and Shampoo. Super Groupies, an online retailer specializing in apparel and accessories inspired by anime and games, revealed its newest Ron Monaf merchandise last week, last Friday. The items are a collaboration between the manga and the model Ren Koseki. Koseki is a fan of the manga series, and she designed these items. She modeled the clothes for the photographs, so it's new era hats, which I kind of want. I want a hat that... That has the star on it, you know, because Ronda does wear that with his normal green jumpsuit when he's in China. There are Tetra pouches and loungewear inspired by Ron Men shampoo. There's this picture of her wearing this long ass terry cloth robe that looks like Ronma's tunic. I, I, I kind of want it, but I would mod it to have like a giant hoodie and I was standing with a staff. Oh, jeez. Honestly, I could picture you wearing it like a bathrobe. I probably would. One of the other items that she's she's modeling on is like, it's a, it's a regular book bag with handles that's green and red, which is pretty cool. This other item, which is the little triangular shaped uh, purse. It looks like it has the cat item on uh, shampoo Neko on it. And she's wearing a nice, a long, like, tan skirt and a pink sweater. Like, which is really nice. And yeah, I kind of like the shape of the purses. The backpacks come in two colors, red, green, and gray and pink. The handle wrap is pink. The hat, the new era cap is, is, um, has, has a little symbol of, like, a fish cake with clouds, and the other one has shampoo Neko holding the, um... The, 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 the ramen container, and then you have the back, the bags. And the bottom part here, you, you see the ter what looks like terry cloth robes, but I think they're actually, yeah, I think they are terry cloth robes. Yeah, loungewear, yep. And the second one looks just like shampoo's um, uh, apron when she's working at the Neko Hunting. It's kind of cute. The pre-order period uh, started that past Friday, and it runs to December 3rd. Orders are slated to ship in February or March. Unfortunately, I don't think I could get in on that, but I, I seriously, I want that hat. But 65 bucks, that's, wow, that, that's pricey for a hat. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's pricey for a shirt or a pair of pants. I gotta lie, I think I paid 20 bucks for import Ronma one half cap that I have in storage, which I do need to take out and have sewn and fixed. But, um, the stuff looks cute. I mean, I seriously would rock the backpack. So. It doesn't look like it has a whole lot of storage space in it, though. True, but the thing is, I don't carry a lot of stuff in my normal backpack. The most I carry in there is a folder with some papers, a pencil case with pens and my surfaced pen, um, my 3DS games, the case for my headphones, and then the outer patch is like all the cables, my battery pack, and external adapter. That's it. And when I'm actually going places, I'll throw my Surface tablet in the back, in the back section, you know, in the padded area. So I think that's pretty cute. I, mean, I like it. I mean, it just, 
See, the thing is, you you know, you could probably relate with me on this, everybody here. Well, you started going to anime cons, you see all this anime swag and all this merch, and you're hanging out every day wearing your anime shirts, your anime pins and your hats and stuff like that, and, and then you realize after a while, you can't wear this shit to work. So... When you go to work, you know, you, you kind of maintain some type of normalcy. Unless you're in IT where this shit get, is, is okay because most of the IT guys are fucking nerds in the first place. So, you got to wear something that kind of blends in. Like, my Nintendo backpack, I could blend in with that. Like, these backpacks, I could blend in with. And people will, like, see, it's a cool backpack and notice my geekiness. The same thing with the ball caps, you know? I kind of want to see more of a line of, like, business geeky attire like that. Stuff that you can wear to work and nobody's going to look at you like, why did he wear that, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And if we go into our chat room here at live.bugnetwork.com, Anton Mark says, I swear I'm the only person on Earth not playing that damn game. And it's and we're talking about Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah, I might have to jump back into it for a few minutes too, but I also kind of want to play a little bit more of South Park, the Fractured Butthole, or just pop in a Die Hard DVD or something. I, I, I don't know. Am I the only one who thinks that name, the, the, the subtitle of that game is just a... A way of a sneaking in a broken ass, you know. Yes. Cut. Okay, so it's not just me. No, then. That was the point, because I I giggled like a fucking loon when I was telling the cashier that I wanted South Park, the fractured butthole. But I'm trying to say it like the fractured butthole instead of the fractured butthole. The new you could have just said the new South Park game. <sighs> yeah, they, but they would have gotten you. Yeah, but this is me you're talking to, so. Anywho, Ari, what's up with this rap battle? Oh boy. <clears throat> uh, let's see. The voice act, <clears throat> the voice actor rap battle wooed fans to the Animate Girls Festival Ikebukuro Sunshine City earlier this month. Fans were ecstatic to see Ikebukuro Division Bro Buster Brothers, Yokohama Division Mad Trigger Crew, Shinjuku Division Mat <clears throat> Matenro, and Shibuya Division F Fling Posse battle it out. There's a video in the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a video in the article itself. It shows a Ikebukuro Division Shintara Asanuma of the Yokohama Division, Shohaya Imi of the Shinjuku Division, and Yusuke Shirai of the Shibuya Division's performance from the festival. Her performance wasn't quote-unquote perfect. For example, Kimura accidentally slips some lyrics, but immediately follows up with, This is rap, it's freestyle! <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, the rap battles are made up of four groups of three, each representing a major district in Tokyo. Groups are Ikebukuro Division Buster Brothers, Yokohama Division Mad Trigger Crew, Shinjuku Division Matenro, and Shibuya Division Fling Posse. The first Hypnosis Mike Division rap battle is hosting a Twitter campaign to get fans to pick their favorite killer phrase from a questionnaire and also playing a live stream event combining lyrics submitted by fans. Oh boy. You cannot pull shit like that in America because you will have people submitting the most racist things or the most 
stupid mimetic things you can think of. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think it'll be that bad, though. You've never seen people, you know, participate in, hey, name our new flavor competitions. Yes, or I have. Yes, I have. Maybe because oh, I'm... so you are familiar with Hitler did nothing wrong flavored potato chips, huh? Yes, yes, I am. You have to understand, I'm probably like not a, a phase by this. You know, it's like the damage is already done. What what more fucked up shit you can say to him? You know. I'm just like, oh boy, it's like they never learn or never want to learn. And Unson Mark says in our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, wasn't a fake flavor of Mountain Dew? That was several fake flavors of a lot of different things. Yeah, I can think of... I can Again, think, because this is the internet and we're not allowed to have nice things. I can think of a fake flavor, but I'm just going to move along and just plead the Fifth Amendment on that one. Please do. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that that was the plan. That, that was the plan. So let's hear some of this, a clip of this real quick. Let's see. First one is uh, Division All-Stars. Let's skip it up a little. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and people wonder why I tend to listen to a lot of J-hip-hop and J-rap a lot. Okay, here, this one is the Hypnosis, um, Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle, uh, track Bayside MTC. Yeah, yeah. Represent Yokohama Division. Now trigger to you. Sama to sama get on the microphone. Mimi kapujite yo kiki toki. Ore sama sama to kimi sta haku. Everyday glory ayo. That was cool. I like that. That was actually really cool. I might have to go tracking these albums down. And this one is... Um, I think this is also another one from Mad Trigger Crew. Let's see. This shit sounds like an anime opening theme. I like that shit! That is awesome! That's actually pretty damn good. I like it. Yeah, like I said, it could be easily be an opening theme to an anime. Uh, of course, it also sounds like it'd be fit right in in Bleach. Well, yeah. I think Bleach had something like that. 
But um, mm-hmm. speaking of anime introductions, I think you should probably this one probably sound familiar to all of us. Yep. What that surprised the shit out of me when I started watching Naruto Shippuden, okay? That surprised me because I honestly wasn't expecting that. Okay, I'm gonna have to track down these rap battle albums, I'm gonna keep this page open for future reference. So, yeah, <coughs> all right, shall we? Shall we move on? No, please do, yes. Okay, here's some Ultraman news. A jury at a district court in the Central District of California ruled unanimously in favor of Subaraya Productions on November 20th in the company's legal battle against UMC Corporation, or UMC, for the international licensing rights for the Ultraman property. Subaraya Productions contested UMC's claim of possession of the international licensing rights for the property. Subaraya Productions alleged UMC's claims were based on a, quote, license-granting agreement with Thai businessman Sampote Sengudenchai, I guess probably didn't get that right, and his company Chayo Productions, an agreement which Subaraya Productions also considered invalid. The jury determined that the document... The jury determined that the document of agreement between Subaraya and Chayo Productions, supposedly written on March 4th, 1976, and signed by then Subaraya Productions President Noboru Subaraya, was inauthentic. UMC filed the case in May 2015 after Subaraya Productions was, was alerted to the, to the uploading of videos from early Ultraman series on YouTube by Verdana Entertainment. UMC had sublicensed the rights to Ultra Q, Ultraman, and Ultra 7 to Veranda Entertainment in 2014. Super Riot Productions demanded the removal of the episodes, and Verdana eventually complied. UMC then filed its case to contest Super Riot Productions' claims on the international licensing rights for Ultraman. UMC claimed to own the exclusive licensing rights to Ultraman outside of Japan through a transfer of rights in 2008 from Seng. Sang Duenchai to UMC. Subaraya Productions filed a countersuit alleging that supposed order agreement between Segundu Chai and Subaraya Productions made in 1976 was invalid. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, legal chess going back and forth with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one-page agreement allegedly granted <clears throat> Sang Duenchai the international rights to Ultraman and all derivative works in, quote, all territories except Japan for an indefinite period of the day production of the first negative print. The jury's determination in a recent case rests on the admissibility of a digital copy of Sangduenchai's old passport, which would determine whether or not it was possible for him to be in Japan on March 4th, 1976, the date of the alleged signing of the license-granting agreement. The judge noted that digital copies such as the one presented in evidence are easily altered or forged and cannot provide to each separate image of the passport originated from a single document. <clears throat> wow, that's some Phoenix Wright shit they're getting into now. <laughs> Chinese production company Blue Ark similarly produced an opened, and opened a movie titled Dragon Force So Long Ultraman in China on October 1st based on a license it supposedly acquired from 
Sengdoenchai and Chayo Productions, which is based on the, again, on the same 1976, quote, license granting agreement. So, there's a whole shit ton of gray, of uh, legal gray areas and murky waters that they had to navigate, but they eventually got their shit back. So, good for them. Yay. I would like to think that this would lead to, you know, old Ultraman series being, you know, remastered and re-released on Blu-ray or some shit. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think that, but I know even with the best of timetables, it won't exactly happen right away. Nah. You see how long it it took them to bring over Tatsunoka versus Capcom, so... I think this was just a... uh, copyright thing where they have to hold their copyright or they lose it Mm -hmm. if they didn't go after these guys basically it gives them you know the ability to keep doing it and the company's not making money they're not happy yeah and also it's like when you when you hear like remember how sega and nintendo these companies they they see and d a lot of these come uh like youtubers and fan people do fan projects and so forth and it's not because they're being assholes okay maybe they are being a little bit of an asshole about it but they have to defend the copyright use it or lose it because between you and me i mean if nintendo was making all of these great mario games and they didn't defend the mario copyright and some two-bit hackers from south philly create a game and put it out for like 30 bucks and it was trash you're gonna be complaining about that shit in a heartbeat Okay, fine. Not South Philly. Um, South, South China somewhere. That's yeah. I, I, I was gonna say South Central, but that's also a good acceptable explanation as well. Mm-hmm. Where bootlegs are born. Yep. And as Unsin Mark says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, obligatory fuck Harmony Gold. <laughs> so, anywho, Marco, what's up with Tamagotchis? Uh. So, Bandai Namco basically announced that it is developing a new smartphone game for the Tamagotchi series, Tamagotchi Forever. It's slated to launch for both iOS and Android in 2018, and it hints at augmented reality. This is part of the franchise's 20th anniversary, uh, you know, crap that's been coming out. Um, including new Nintendo games, uh, the 3DS games, and so forth. I did not realize while reading through this article that there's actually been anime series to go along with this. Mm. I was completely in the dark that there was an actual Tamagotchi anime series. Uh, Actually, it looks like there's been a couple of them. Uh, there's the original one, Anime TV, Dahaken Tamagotchi, uh, and then just regular, no, and then Psycho Tamagotchi. The first one was 1997 to 1998, the second one was 2007 to 2008. A new one premiered in 2009, followed by another anime in 2012. <laughs> And then a different TV anime in 2013, and another anime series in 2014, and another anime series in 2015. It had theatrical shorts and movies, and 
I did not realize that it blew up like that. I knew that, you know, it was a very popular game, but I didn't know to, you know, notice that it had anime and movies and all that crap. Also, the one that said Psycho, I, I know, it, like, as I was trying, it's supposed to be, like, strongest Kamigachi or something like that, but I almost heard it as Psycho as in Psychotic. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the rest of Psychosis. Eh, okay. Fair enough. All right. So, are pre-orders up for this? Pre-orders up for this game? Uh, well, you can. It's because it is not uh, launching until 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing like a pre-order or anything like that. Okay. Uh, there probably is something that you could go on to, and uh, you know, at least. Let me see. Because yeah. note isn't letting me actually click on the links for it. Um, but yeah, you can uh, pre-register. That's what I meant, pre-register. Yeah, you can pre-register on mytamagotchiforever.com. Uh, and uh, it gives people a chance to... Be uh, the inspiration for the new Tamagotchi character that will appear. Okay. Um, sh- all right. L- l- let's take a bet right now. I give it three weeks before Mako-chan kills her Tamagotchi. Accidentally or to- otherwise. No, you, you don't even have to give it that long. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a couple of different Tamagotchi things for the phone. <laughs> And even the actual Tamagotchis themselves, I kill those things like crazy. So is this why you don't have Nintendo cats or Nintendo dogs? Oh god, that reminds me. I haven't played my Nintendo cats in a long time. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm so bad with those games. Um, I'll be into them for a while, and then they just get so tediously boring. Um, like, like, oh, I, I haven't played, yeah, I haven't played Neko Atsumi in, you know, a couple of weeks. Oh my god. So, at, at least I don't have to worry about actually killing them off, because, you know, they just leave me. Oh my god, when you pop in Nintendo Cats, that litter box. Yeah. You're just gonna get a message like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh god. I was just joking about Nintendo Cats. I forgot you actually had the game. Yeah, I I I, I know I have the one for the dogs. I have the one for the hamsters. I don't think I ever got the one for the cats, but I know Wait, I have Wait, there's one for hamsters, yeah. too? Yeah. Ubisoft put out, like, a fur friends type game, you know? Yeah, they had cats, dogs, ha- yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I have to say, at least it's not real life, because if it was real life, they would have killed me to eat my body by this point. Well, um, you staved off Damien and Storm so far. Yeah, I, I do a little bit better with the real-life versions of animals. 
It's just, I have gamer ADD. I'll be into a game, and then I won't play it for weeks, months, sometimes years, and then I'll go back to play the game, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> and as Anton Mark says, the Nintendo house is filled with virtual cat shit. Better than real cat shit. <laughs> At least I don't have to smell it. And Dungeon Buster says, maybe they mutated into monster Nintendo cats by now. That would be kind of cool. And Dark Tits, so you said, speaking of dead, Neopets, anyone? I I plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, I'm I, I'm about to just hang just hang up and let y'all just finish the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I I plead the fifth. I, I've got a bunch of the Neopets too. <laughs> Yes, Neopets still exist. They just celebrate like their 20th anniversary or some shit like that. Oh my god, we're old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do have to say though with Neopets I stopped playing because the website was so cracked. Mm. As Dark Titsuya admits that he have, may have been logged in at least once in the past year. Why is everybody trying to dig freaking graves for my, you know, imaginary pets? Well, because you play them more than the rest of us. Obviously not. Yeah, but you, you actually buy the games at least. I don't. Yeah, well, they're dead, Jim. <sighs> Moving on to our next story, it's My Hero Academia. I think that anime took the entire fandoms by storm. I still have not watched it. I really was. Yeah, I, I need to get on it too. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I like the fact that Midoriya he, he put himself in check during the first season because he realized the shit he had to do. It's not like the hero is like, I can't do this. He's like. I've been given um, a responsibility. I gotta own the fuck up, you know? So, in case you have been under a rock, we just let you know that season three is April 2018. And some artwork has been released. It'll still be on the 5.30pm time slot on Saturdays. That has been on most of the Japanese network affiliates, which is YTV, NTV, and so forth. This season will cover the forest school trip arc from the original manga, and Funimation will be streaming it online. The second season premiered in Japanese and lifts up titles back on April 1st. Funimation Now was airing the English dub. The first 13 episodes premiered back in April of 2016. I sense a theme here and I like it. So I think we kind of have an idea of when, with the exact day that the third season is going to premiere. And if I'm looking at my calendar correctly, it could be either April 7th or April 14th. Horikoshi launched the superhero manga series and Weekly Shonen Jump back in July 2014, and Shuisha published the 16th compiled volume in November 2nd. 
the manga's 13th and 14th compiled book volumes, both funny as original anime. Viz Media is publishing the manga digitally and weekly Shonen Jump magazine and in print. I would say this is one of the animes I'm like, you have my attention, you know? I'll say this, if you like superhero stuff, like, I say it has, it's very reminiscent of X-Men with mutant features and stuff like that, but it's more action-oriented, so much like Avengers, but if you like Sky High, it's, it's like that, stuff like that, so... I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy about that. So, all right. So, anywho, um, we got a little bit of time here. So, another article popped up recently that I saw today. So I, 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 I have got to share this. All right. Um, now, here's the article. I know something like this would, would probably be saved for next week because the way we do, the way Mako-chan pulls our articles. But I think this is something we can talk about now. Plus, we have like about 10 minutes of time to kill. Now, when you break up from a relationship the traditional thing is i give you back your stuff you give me my stuff back sometimes there's some fighting because you bought shit together and you're trying to keep it or if you're smart you try to figure out who owes what sometimes you'll get a little vindictive because of because of the breakup and you'll trash shit and now cause more problems now this is what happened Gunma Prefecture Police arrested a 23-year-old unemployed woman Saturday for allegedly stealing her boyfriend's anime DVDs. Now, if this happened here in the States, it's not so bad because of the price of DVD of anime DVDs here. But anime DVDs in Japan are a little pricey, and we have talked about this previously. The woman stole eight DVD sets worth about 90,000 yen which retails for 810 US dollars from her 49-year-old boyfriend whom she was living with and she resold them that bitch according to the police the woman admitted for stealing and reselling because she was broke according to the police she stole magical girl lyrica nanoha and full metal alchemist and these were unopened the man had reportedly previously noticed that his possessions were missing, but he filed a report with police saying after some of his most valuable DVDs had disappeared. Now, as a Twitter user, WK Kazuya, he claims to be the person that this has happened to. He started tweeting about the whole thing and posting pictures of, of his collection and what's missing. And some of the stuff were damaged. What happened was the woman quit her job and was expelled from previous housing. He let her live with him as a favor, and she threatened to take his stuff. And the detective pointed out issues in her stories. So she pretty much grabbed uh, limited edition Blu-ray box sets of Sorino Manimani, Darker Than Black, Andrew Kikaider, and True Tears. Some of the DVDs were first printing editions, and some were unopened. 
he noted that the, in the article that was covered by the Kobe Shinbum that the case disregarded details of the student items and stated that they were all unopened, which was not the case. Our victim says that the woman previously stole him other Blu-ray discs, but the damage report only included the eight items that recently disappeared. He said the police told him what they would look into the other incidents separately in the future. Our users, as WK Kazuki says, that the silver lining of the situation is that his Tokyo Pig and Azuki-chan box sets that he stores in a different room were not stolen. According to Twitter, the box set is extremely valuable. The man also revealed that on Twitter that stolen items were recovered at a neighborhood geo store and the police seized them as evidence. Our victim revealed that all the items have been unopened, had been opened, and he is seeking damages related to the case and is currently searching for a lawyer. Now, I can understand the value of DVDs and box sets, especially if they're out of print. Handmade May box set goes anywhere between $70 and $150. The Gunsmith Cat uh, DVD goes for around $150. The first original printings of the Sailor Moon DVDs go anywhere between ninety and four hundred dollars. Depends on who is selling it and where you're getting it from. Now, I will say this: if you just want Sailor Moon just for the Japanese with English subtext, you don't even need that. You just just pick up the Viz stuff and you're good. Now, I know in my collection I have some video games that are out of print, some anime that's out of print. I'm like this. It's, if it gets stolen, I'll be upset. But you know what? There's always a way to acquire what you lost. But I tell you what. Let somebody I'm dating steal my Ron Moore to have Blu-rays. Oh, fuck. I don't want to be in the same county as you when that happens. No, I'm calling the both of you needing, and I'll be asking for directions to the Pine Barrens. And I will not tell you why I need these directions. I will just... We'll be able to figure out on our own. There yep, you we go. we got it. That, that's all that needs to be said. And as Bob Coffey says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Blu-ray prices are even worse. Uh, yeah. Because you got to understand, when it comes to merch, non-DVD Blu-ray stuff is kind of cheap in Japan. Like, a cheap box set here, you probably pay for a plushie there. But it's if you look at the prices for Aniplex DVDs and box sets, that's pretty much retail price for maybe one or two DVD, or like a two DVD or three DVD set in Japan, give or take. So, and as Rageinator says, still Ronma's Ronma 1F and he'll nuke a bitch. Oh, that's me being nice about it. That's being nice. <laughs> to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase morning. So, now that we got that out of the way, I think we need to kind of bring the tone down just a little. Don't you agree? Sure. Uh-huh. Okay, it's time for strange news from Japan. Who's going to take what here? I guess I'll take the second one because it's chicken. <clears throat> I'll take the first one then. Okie dokie. A moneyless Japanese diner offers chan is offered a chance to pay later, but phones the police himself. 
Fingers crossed no one reading this article will ever find themselves on death row when you be executed for a crime they may or may not have committed. But if you do, what found me would you would you plump for? Likewise, if you knew you were going to prison and had one last chance to eat something on the outside, what would you choose? <laughs> Let's see. On November 21st, an unemployed Japanese man without any money, no real surprise, walked into a restaurant in Fukuoka Prefecture's Yanagawa City and ordered a bowl of katsudon. Polishing off his dinner worth just 650 yen, which is $5.79. The 60-year-old diner promptly informed the store manager that he didn't have any money to pay the bill, and that the manager should prefer the police. The manager was surprisingly sympathetic and told him that it was okay if he set up, he settled it at a later date. Here, in most cases, where the story would have ended with the diner coming back another day, or likely never coming back at all. The diner left the restaurant, went to a public payphone outside, and called the emergency number for the police, 110, and turned himself in. Yanagawa police later announced that they had arrested an unemployed 63-year-old man of no fixed abode on suspicion of fraud. <clears throat> he was reported having said that he had been in prison before, and at the time of the incident, he was hungry, but only had 96 yen on. And, of course, Japanese social media users had a lot to say. He's just going home prison. He must have gotten a taste for prison life. What a sad story. The store manager was so kind. Isn't just the isn't just the pattern the part of the pattern for people without relatives? Ouch. Would he actually be sent to prison for such a petty crime? While the season is starting to get colder, it just shows the prison doesn't rehabilitate people. It's just a vicious cycle. From these responses, it seems that this might not be a one-off. It's also not the first time we've covered this side of the store where people find themselves in the unfortunate position of being unable to find work and needing a roof over their head and food in their stomach, and sadly, it won't be the last. Wow, this one got off to a bad start, didn't it? Yeah, but I guess he has a lot of honor in him for that, you know? No, there are plenty of out-of-work homeless people that will commit crimes just so they have a place to stay. True. It but, happens here, too. Yeah, but the manager didn't want to call the cops. He's like, I, you know, I get it. You know. Well, that's why he called the cops on himself. Because mm -hmm. he's guaranteed a place to stay in a hot meal. Yeah. At least for a couple of days. Yeah. Anywho. We've talked about escape pods in the past, as well as other things, um, KFC. We've talked about them lately on this show, and they've come up with some very interesting things, from Christmas dinners, to flash drives, to bath bombs and stuff, you know. That uh, keyboard with fried chicken computer keys? Yep. And as the designated uh, token of Anime Jam Session, it is my duty to tell you about the next uh, KFC thing. The Internet Escape Pod. And it costs $10,000. Now, it, I, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words for this. I really am. What in the fuck? Yeah. 
it seems that KFC has a special body pillow with the kernel on it. Gullet. Why? And it's sold out. My God. It's Those are the questions I have. I have more than just questions about that. They have these specialty items. Besides the pillow, there is clothing, jewelry, and a $10,000 capsule designed to isolate you and your loved ones from wireless signals. Huddled in the pod with the likeness of Colonel Sanders positioned protectively above, you're able to hide yourself from the influence of the internet and endless waves of emails and messages from companies and friends. You know, if you want to punish kids who spend too much time on the internet, you stick them in this and you close up for a couple hours. The zip is a drumstick. Because of course it is. The stainless steel mesh pod requires installation by a qualified assembler who will ensure that your escape pod completely blocks all signals and is only available in the U.S. for 10 grand, an amount that will buy an awful lot of fried chicken. Japanese social media users are quick to realize the full potential of the pod, not for hiding from Skynet as the world falls around you, but a perfect place to eat KFC's delicious fried- ARE YOU FUCKING KIDDING ME?! Of course somebody would say that. Mm. Can I quit now? Yeah. Cause it only gets worse from here. Yeah. Also that, like, that, uh, Colonel Sanders head with the thousand fucking miles stare, you- expression he has. Fuck, that's scary. Okay, so what's next? A Japanese company is going to be recognizing marriage with anime characters and provide those members with uh, extra money for family support benefits. So, yeah. There is a company in Japan that if you can provide actual, you know, proof that you have married a 2D character, they will give you benefits for it. Uh, So what you have to do is... Uh, the company is called Gatebox, by the way. And they, uh, I guess they're kind of like an internet company from what I'm seeing. Um, so already you're starting off with a bunch of geeks. Um, but basically, there are, um, Provided by Gatebox itself, itself, a marriage res- registration form. Uh, there are four different designs for it. They ask uh, a crap ton of information, including how you and your anime crush became acquainted, how you became a couple, where you proposed, your happiest memory, whether the bride will be keeping her maiden name or adopting her husband's surname. Uh, yeah, the company makes virtual assistant AI technology. 
Once the form is filled out, it can be submitted either by mail or hand-delivered to the office, after which your marriage certificate will be mailed to you. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, this right now, it's basically a ploy to get people to uh, come work for them. Uh, the marriage registration also doubles as a job application since they're currently hiring. Um, those that fill out the registration will receive an additional $45 per month as a stipend to support their married life. They'll also be allowed to take their spouse's birthday off because it's common for anime characters to be given an official birthday in Japan. Now, this is something that most actual companies don't even do for flesh and blood spouses. Um, they expressively state that these benefits are available only to applicants with non-human spouses. Um, and you can only do it once, so uh, no harm anime get-togethers. Can I just say something about this? Go right ahead. Yeah. Ari? Oh, sorry. I thought that was picking up on my end. Uh -uh, no, go right ahead. We ain't um, It's better if I just, you know, give you the link and I'll let you play it. Well, it should be self-explanatory. Actually, I'll let this keep playing. I'll just delete that in the background. Okay, uh, let, let's see what Ari has to say about this. And I kind of, and I kind of agree with this. No! 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 Yeah, I, I, I'd have to. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Can we, uh... Is there anything else? Uh, no. I, I, I think we're done. Yeah, me too. I think we should go ahead and um, take our last break and then wrap things up. How, how, how does that sound to y'all? Sure. Perfectly fine. All right. Sounds like a plan. We'll be back. Hey, I do 
Kids, you're so lucky to see me. Oh, the kids, you're so lucky to see me. 
Mind is still kind of from that last article, so. <laughs> so if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They can tell another friend, and so on and so forth. The independent um, podcasters, independent authors. God damn it! What happened? I can't do the outro because I my mind is on that damn article. Fuck <laughs> me! God. If you like the show, tell a friend. 
if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our podcast, anime reviews, convention reviews, photos, videos, whole nine yards. The AAC 2016 photos have been published. The rest of the 2017 photos will be going up later. Uh, links to it will be on our website at animejamsession.com. Um, check out these podcast sites such as Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Nero, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vod Network forums. These are sites where you can find our podcast. And some of them you can do five-star reviews. So if you download our podcast from any of these sites and says leave a review, please do. We greatly appreciate that. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash animecast.tv, where we post some of our convention videos. Stay by and check it out. Twitter, twitter.com slash animecast.tv. Follow us here for updates on our podcast, conventions, articles, and other cool stuff to put you in the know. And our Facebook page, facebook.com slash animecast.tv. Um, to everybody that follows us on social media, thank you so much for your love and support. As long as you can like our social media site. We will bring you more content. That's what we're all about. So, yeah. And we're not the only VOD podcast on the VOD network. There is the Starboard Power Company podcast, the Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwood Show, Orange Dark Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Prize, Game Boy, and Hooked on Bond. Those people here live Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern with encore presentation Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Last words, Ari. I cleared the 50,000 mark on the National Novel Writing Month. Marco? Uh, it makes me happy when I break you. <laughs> I think I'm going to put on either Die Hard or Love Live to kind of get the rest of the night. That is it. End of list. Um, Drunken, Drunken Christmas Podcast, December 19th. I think we'll have some um, box people joining us for that, so I think that's going to be fun. I think I might just be a free So, that is it. End of list. I'm done. Thank you, as Dante Mark said, the article broke me was that for a little logic behind it, so I want to go. I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I'm Rakuchan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. No! Okay, Makoto, finish the job. <laughs> Say goodnight, Makoto. Goodnight, Makoto! has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!